0: Good morning. It is the 19th of February. And I want to share some things that uh, we had a speaker at church. And it was very good. So I want to share um, what was put forth. He said that accusations... Annihilation and betrayal of spirits were coming over this nation and have been since August 2020. So we have been contending with these principalities that have been worldwide. And you can see that in just what has happened in in the world. The pandemic, the lockdowns, the restrictions, you know, this, you know, tearing apart of families, accusations, and the enemies to kill still and destroy, annihilate whatever God is doing. And then he said, the enemy moves into our grief from a tragedy and that's so broad everybody in this world can have a tragedy and then out of our grief the enemy moves in and many people are stuck in that grieving that loss that um, change that has come about And the enemy takes advantage of that. He starts to come in and influence and everything. And I can say that I have experienced that. Because he's after your mind and your thoughts. And just trying to degrade everything. So you can't move. So you can't move. Can't do anything. You're you're, you're just frozen. And i witnessed that with even my cousin. Um, it's debilitating. It's, it's, um, all the things that God doesn't want us to have. And yes, he knows there's a grieving process. He knows that he, he grieves for us. I mean, he, you know, he knows every bit of our emotions, but he's wanting us to give them to him those burdens to him. Give them over to him and seek him and and find refuge and rely on him. That's Psalms 91. You and I dwell in the most secret place with the most high God. And I find refuge and rely in him. And if you're saying that each day, it starts to ingrain inside you. You have Him inside of you, you have His Spirit inside of you, he explained it this way, and I thought it was very good, when Mary had Jesus in her wound, and He was, you know, becoming flesh, uh, you know, as, as we are, she went to Elizabeth, and You know, they felt the spirit within Mary, you know, inside her womb, and that anointing came through because he was inside of her. Well, he's inside of us. If we allow him to be inside of us, our presence is with him. He's inside us. He has bought us back by the works of the cross that He poured out upon the cross. He bought us back. We have, the, you know, if we can only realize this, that we have His Spirit within us, if we can just move aside from ourselves, that's the whole process that He came to change and even the Israelites didn't understand that they were too stuck in their ways and their traditions and their thoughts and their emotions and their everything they were too stuck in it so when you grieve that's what you become into you come into the stuck place and yes I I miss my son I cry here and there I, I but I reach out to the Lord because I got that nugget from him give all your tears to Jesus God's got this his painting of 22 years that was prior to that we put scriptures to John 1620 that I spoke about in the last podcast or so just he will turn all your sorrows to joy if you allow him if you you know, He'll come in and be with you. He's always with you. You just have to acknowledge Him. All things work together for those who acknowledge Him and go according to His will and purpose. He has a will and purpose for you. So one of them is to look at him, to to seek out him, to ask for his presence. Ask for help if you're having this struggle. Ask him to fill you. So he goes on. And that was a very, very vivid portrait he made of that because it's in the Bible. You know, That's the analogy of why even her baby jumped in her womb at the presence of Mary with Jesus inside her. So the enemy moves on our grief, on our sorrows, on our emotions and plays havoc to assassinate everything that God would want Of you. And in churches. Because God. Wants to move amongst his people. So. You know. People. In their own ways. In their own mode. Or own model. Own thoughts. Are so quick to be ready to point their fingers. And grumble. And that's what the Israelites did. And that's why they stayed in the wilderness for 40 years, And, you know, he didn't move on because they weren't willing to move on. They stayed in their grumblings and their, in their ways. So he's asking us to come out of that. And he's asking now. I mean, he's always asked, but even more so now. Because he's ready to move. And if you will move, he will move. That's something he also said. (laughs) This... You know, Satan wants to stop anything in the church has got going. What God wants to do, He wants to stop the, the unity. So as soon as people become aware of this unity that we have amongst ourselves with Him and get their identity straight, He'll move. He's starting to move with the with college kids in Ashbury in Kentucky and, and many, many other uh, colleges now because they're willing to repent and put down themselves to have of Him and His presence. So you're seeing a move of God now because young people are willing but all of us can be willing Psalms 19.5 he referenced the glory comes out that's the the, kind of the preference that he put the glory comes out and I looked it up come out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber like a strong man runs his course with joy the glory of God displayed through the world he created and the word that he spoke through what we call natural special revelation so we have to allow the glory that's inside of us to come out he purpose he purposes it in the world he created and the word he spoke he spoke it in Genesis to create everything so God is strengthening trying to strengthen us to get out of ourselves and more with our our identity with him He also said to him, back in probably 2005, he said, God is shortening the time for what you have been praying for. So he has been praying for this. To have a a shortened time aspect to bring more of his spirit within his people. He's looking for people to rise up to, to have that revelation. God is looking. He got uh, Second Chronicles 2015 in 2016. He says, when the prophet speaks, there's always unprovoked attacks that happen within the church. It comes against the unity. So, our position would be not to grumble, not to point fingers, not to judge, not to do anything by means of our sinful, emotional nature and thoughts. That's what hinders. So, he said, engage in our hearts Lord and then he said something something very interesting he said let's waste our night on Jesus let it be all of him you know we meet and have meetings and all these things for church he says but when are we going to waste our night on Jesus what he wants to do Rather than what we want to present. Teachers you know, teachers' teachings are good. But there's a time and space that we just need to give to Jesus. Exercise our spirit with His spirit. And ever, whatever He wants. So in verse 15, it also says, listen have no fear, have no dismay, don't break down, keep your hearts in the presence of him, go up, go up against and resist the enemy and its poise and its things that are, you know, trying to come against, but you won't have to fight because you can partner with him and he's. He battles for us. So sing. Begin to sing in your heart. In your mind. In your soul. Worship him. Taking any little step towards the direction of Jesus. And what he would would want. He blesses that. And he will move when we move. So we need to position in unity in unity and spirit he says assassinations may be tried to stop but I am your shield and your clear reward and during this whole presentation I hear the Lord say he is the head of our head and he rescues you So it brought up the memory of Psalms 3.3 that he had given me, that he is the lifter of my head and the shield to my body. But God will deliver you from being consumed with yourself and your troubles. And of course, when we get to thinking that we, you know, have so much going on, and things happening that, you know, we get consumed with ourselves rather than give it to the Lord and cry out to the Lord and ask Him to deliver us from this. And back when I was given that scripture, Psalms 3.3, I I was in the midst of having those two strokes. And when I was in the rehab, I realized, oh, he he released the blockages I mean that doesn't happen I should have been dead that's what the doctor said so he he had gone in and released the blockages which was the miracle because they don't release like that when they build up and block and you have strokes then you know it takes medication to usually dissolve all that but blood thinners and you know so forth but I didn't have any when they saw the MRI and they thought, whoa, but we saw with the, where the, where they hit and there shouldn't be any way that she should be alive. And so, you know, he rescued me in that sense for, for that. And I, I just did not, you know, except lying in the bed. I went and did my, my routine of walking you know, and getting out there and doing what I needed to do and praying with people. And, you know, I didn't consume myself with, oh, woe's me, I'm here, you know. And so I did what the PT was required, which was wheelchair, walker, and cane. You had to go through those different processes, you know, before they would even... About, you know, see if you could go home. So I had to, you know, go around the facility and and use my wheelchair. Kind of like a runner would do around a track. You know, just continually doing this exercise. And, and then it graduated to Walker. And then it graduated to Kane. So, and as I was out, you know, I, I talked to people and then I prayed with people. And, and, um, so I positioned myself with the Lord, not with what was me. So second Chronicles 2020, he also referenced and they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa, Tek- Teko- Yeah. Tekoa, It's a town in, in Judah. In the tribes of Judah. So, arise up in the morning and went out into the wilderness, whatever you're facing. The, the wilderness before you that that is, um, unknown, you know, that maybe you don't quite want to face, or circumstances, and you know, this is talking to me too, (laughs) this is this is nothing that I, you know not you know, escaping anything, it is speaking to me I have circumstances and so forth that you know I need to rise up and and realize and they went out and when they did Jehoshaphat said hear me Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem have faith and believe in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. So, belief and having faith, and, and you will be established, you will um, succeed. Because you'll see that you're willing. He said, overlooking your wilderness where your worship is over the circumstances. We all want to be rescued and delivered from that. He then mentions our rewards. They're not all in heaven. That we can have some of those things now in this life here. That we can share in them. And the Lord will reward. And it's His will. then he gave he was given uh, the four years up to 2025 he said that's 21, 22, 23 and 24 are the days of plunder so we must partner in battle with Jesus position ourselves with Jesus and we do see a lot of plunder and that's what the enemy does so then he made a comment that a billion people to process will take a while (laughs) so their agenda to bring in certain things it's going to take a while so position yourself with the Lord, and fight with Him, because He battles for you. The battlefield, you know, was cleared away, that every every uh, enemy was destroyed and killed. Not by the army of man, but by God. So then I looked up Tekoa, the town that was mentioned in that scripture of Second Twenty, Second Chronicles twenty twenty, meaning the town of the tribe of Judah, but, uh, Tekotite. It also means trumpet that is confirmed. Well, that's interesting. If we can be the trumpet along with partnering with the lord and sound our position with his word and our actions having faith that we will be confirmed and we will be established and we will be we will, we will succeed so i just was just at all joy when we started hearing all this because it's simple and it's clear and I hope it helps you today because it has helped me it's just applying it each and every day in our lives and that's our challenge to you know wake up early in the morning and seek him and in all this that uh we don't often understand sometimes and it gets it gets to be maybe overwhelming at times but that's where we're to stop and give it to Him and not let it overwhelm us because that's the enemy the enemy wants to overwhelm us so we're not effective we're not giving forth to the Lord and Him to utilize us so I'm grateful for the message today, and I'm certainly not preaching it, it's all from a wonderful man that came and and gave it forth, and uh, I'm passing it along because it is a very important message, very clear and to the point, and pray that your week this week will incorporate a little step in that direction. So God bless.